Hello everyone, this is Harry Potter, the best wizard in the entire world. And from what people might say about me, I am the boy who lived and also the greatest wizard of all time. And also just really, really cool. Anyway, um, Lizzie and Amber asked me to do this intro because they didn't know what they were doing and obviously they needed a professional. So here I am telling you that this is part one of a two-part episode and they hope you enjoy it because obviously they didn't do a very good job of preparing for this episode. Alright, see you later. This is Harry Potter, out. Good morning, America! Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if we were that famous? <laughs> Hi, um, welcome to... Welcome Obscur- back. The, yeah, welcome... Oh my god, I Welcome back to Obscurical, the musical, the podcast. You did not do your vocal warm-ups I today. I did not. Me, me, Luckily, me. I did. <laughs> I'm Liz. I'm Amber. And this is Obscurical, the musical, the podcast. As I've mentioned previously, I made it two together. <laughs> um, this podcast is a podcast where we talk about unknown and unheard of musicals that underappreciated musicals yeah. that we just want to talk about um, and express our feelings about it. And sometimes don't really want to talk about after talking about it for a hot sec. So I was on vacation. I was also on vacation. So. I was on summer vacation, and now, you know, it ties in perfectly, honestly, to our musical that we're talking about Honestly, yeah. So, we're we're back to school. Yep. Welcome back to school. I've been working. Welcome back to school. We had our second day today. Anyway, it ties in so nicely to our next musical that we're going to talk about, because it starts... By going back to school. <gasps> no way. Yikes. <laughs> I wonder what school we could be going to. Is it a school, you know, like a kind of specific private academy that one would go to yes. if they had special yes. abilities? Yes. That I actually don't know much about. No, you don't. You should stop talking. So I'm about to expose Amber right about now. Amber, get ready to be exposed. Okay, I'm ready. My friend. So I have this friend. (laughs) We'll just call her... Damper. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, Anyway, I just, maybe, uh, well, here's the issue. Homegirl, Bamber. You don't know her. She goes to she goes to a different school. Um, <laughs> she has never seen a Harry Potter, mu- uh, not musical, but she's never seen the movies Harry Potter. She never read the books. She never saw the movies. She doesn't know what house she's I in. Did. Oh wait, no. Sorry. Um, we're talking about Bamber. I forgot. Yeah, sorry. You don't know her because she goes to a different school yeah. in yeah. Canada. Um, <laughs> never seen them. So. Right. She, if she were to see this musical, she would be very confused. Because the musical that we're talking about today is a very Potter musical. Uh, (laughs) Spoiler alert, my friend Amber, my friend, sorry, my friend Bamber is actually my friend Amber, sorry. Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) That Amber has never seen, well, okay, that's not true. Amber has seen, I tried to show Amber... 
<laughs> back in the day, the olden days of I thought I could manipulate her into what <laughs> it sounds really toxic. <laughs> I, I not manipulate her. I tried to force her. First of all, some of the things that I forced upon Amber have worked and have not. I think yeah. I'm betting like 50-50 out here. Right, right. Uh, because Hamilton worked. Musicals worked. worked. Harry Potter has not worked. It does. It went. <laughs> uh, Star Wars. No, that was, that was our other friend. Yeah, that wasn't me. I've already seen Star Wars. You weren't born yet. Anyway. Yeah, right. Um, so, in our little dorm room, I tried to make her watch the Harry Potter movies because our other shared mutual friend was like, I want to watch a Harry Potter musical. And we were like, musical? Yes. And I was like, wait a second. You can't watch this yet, Amber, because you're not going to understand anything because you haven't seen the movies. And so we were like, okay, let's watch the movies. However... You were not invested. <laughs> well, here, let's set the scene. The year was the golden age of 2017. It was 2015. No, it wasn't. We were in... It uh, was in 305. No, it was in 206. No, it wasn't. I it was in, it remember. It was 2017 because... No, you know what? Star Wars was in 206. Duh. Sorry. Anyway... Um, everyone just heard that I was right, <laughs> but it was 2017, and my ADHD was at an all-time high at that point, and, she just and so I did focus. not pay attention to anything. I showed you the three, and you were like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> and so I said, I will not enforce this toxic reunion. <laughs> I could not for the life of me, and I don't remember why. I just couldn't pay attention. So, I'm gonna about to expose you again. You just didn't grow up watching them. You no. weren't allowed to watch them, so you're watching yeah. them as an adult. Right. And I feel like people that watch a, these movies as an adult, Harry Potter... Um, without the nostalgia attached Without to it. the, you know, I, I feel like there's a little bit of childlike wonder that goes into it. Right. Of, like, you know, wanting to go to Hogwarts, and, like, I mean, the books were big. They were, they were big. They were big. That's they were at every them. scholastic Just book kidding. fair. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to. And it, it, we weren't allowed to. Mm -hmm. I had the same situation with, with my boyfriend. He was not allowed to read or watch the films. Yeah. Um, because of witchcraft. Tell Sorry. me you grew up religious without telling me you grew up <laughs> religious. Um, so, now, however, that was very, that was a, such a pure moment to watch him watch harry potter for the first time so there were a lot of moments that like obviously there are a lot of things that we already know have happened because we've seen them right. or read them before right. so he's he's going in blind to watch the movie so he's trying to like guess things and figure <laughs> things out um and all this kind of stuff it was actually really funny that um people who are listening you won't get this but he was like towards the end of the movie so he was like oh like does harry die and I was like, mm, I don't know. He's like, tell me Harry doesn't die. And I'm like, mm, I can't answer that for you. And then he's like, oh, it's okay. Dobby will save him. And I was like, that one hurt it. Because <laughs> he dies at the end. Dobby, who doesn't deserve to die. Again, see, she doesn't care. Nothing is computing on her brain. <laughs> <laughs> I hear, like, dial-up modem sounds. It's like... <laughs> But anyway, people that understand Harry Potter would be like, oh, no. But there were so many moments where he would, like, gasp or he'd be like, oh, no. So it was really fun to see. Can't and be me. Can't be you because can't she got no be focus. Me. We also watched them during quarantine. So I think we were just running out of stuff to do. That's true. 
So maybe you were like clinging on to something, to something to just care about. Yes. <laughs> so this is going to be a very interesting podcast and musical to talk about. Um, I did make Amber watch the musical. I did because it is on YouTube. It is a YouTube musical. Yes. So she's seen the whole thing. And I'll be curious to see what a non-Harry Potter person would think about it. So, let me do let me do the background information first. Okay. Are you texting me? I am. <laughs> so, um, the musical that we're talking about today is a very Potter musical. And it originally came out in 2009. It was a YouTube musical because it was by a group of college kids doing basement theater essentially at the University of Michigan. They went by Star Kid Potter and it was just a group of friends who were funny and musically inclined and stuff like that. Um and they decided to make a parody of a very Potter musical. Now it's important to note as well there is a play. Yes. That is professionally put on. Yes. It's written by J.K. Rowling, the author. Like, that's legit. It's part of the franchise. Sorry. Uh, Harry Potter... I'm sorry. Edit that. Harry Potter was just, like, the Bible. It kind of just, like, showed up. Yeah. Nobody knows no the No one actually real wrote author. it. And the author, if there ever was one, does not... We don't know her. ...exist. No, we don't know her. ...in our minds. Yes. So... I don't know But it was it was just written by nobody. It's kind of just showed up, and it's a play, and it's part of the franchise. So, right. like, that's legit. Right. This, however, is just a stupid, <laughs> stupid basement parody by a bunch of stupid college kids. Yes. Um, so this, this was their first kind of big break. Oh, I didn't turn my AC off. Sorry. That's the AC in the background. It'd well, be hot out here. Now you can be cooled down with us. Nice. Um, so I'm sorry. So it's a parody based off of several of the Harry Potter books, novels, movies. Um, mainly it talks about the first one little bit of the second one, um, definitely talks about the fourth one, and then the last one. How does that make sense? They just, like, pick and choose and make their own plot. Okay. Okay? Okay. So, um... I mean, it didn't make sense to me when I was watching it. It didn't make sense to you? Okay. Well, so they originally performed it. It was just, like, a weekend show that they did in, like, a basement. Yeah, it was... At University of Michigan. And it was funny, I saw you know, in my, in my deep dive of, like, finding things. Because looking at it now in, like, a 2020 lens, let me tell you what, the grip that this musical had on Tumblr in, in high school, like, in all the musical theater fans was just, I did it was like, it, it was, was like viral. wearing your Uggs at a middle school dance. Like, yeah. everybody was doing it. Everybody was watching it. It went viral, didn't it? Was, it was, yeah. So it was a huge success, a huge hit. They were like, hey, let's keep making musicals. So they, like, after they graduated from University of Michigan, they moved to Chicago. We're still doing productions. Now they're in L.A. Still doing productions to this day. Because of the great success, the viral success, it, it became, like, its own, like, fandom within a fandom of the Harry right. Potter, like, community, I would say. Um, it has, before he was famous, Darren Chris, who was in Glee. He was Blaine. Right? He was Blaine in Glee. He was also in uh, the the assassination of Gianni Versace, which he got like nominated for an Emmy for now. So he's like Dangy. famous, famous. Yeah. And a bunch of the other people are still involved with the production, Star Kid Potter, and 
they've become really famous. The girl that plays Draco is the girl in that TikTok about the I don't really want to do the work today, which is a Star Kid production. Yes. Yeah. So, like, there's success out of it, but I think the biggest one was, was Darren Chris uh, made it. Um, because of the huge success of A Very Potter Musical, they made two sequels of A Very yes. Potter Musical. So, like, it was kind of, like, nostalgic. But there's nothing that compares to, like, this classic that we're about to talk about. Right. Um, they also did more musicals outside of that. So they had 11 musicals total. That they did as production. They went on two national tours because of this cult following. <laughs> That's like so crazy. they did two reunion concert specials to like benefit like things like that. Um, That's so crazy. They just got like, just, like a of, group of dumb kids. They were just a group of college kids who had like maybe like you know like a two hundred dollar budget for their musical. Right. And it has just become this huge phenomenon and all this kind of stuff. You want to know something really cute that I found out too? Wow. Also, okay. So side note. I have not thought about this musical since maybe 2012. (laughs) So to go back into it as an adult, as somebody who maybe is not now so much like a... I was a hardcore Harry Potter fan. When that movie... When that movie ended... When that movie ended, my obsession began. Like, I was obsessed with it for like a good year or so. And in turn, I was obsessed with a Harry Potter musical. Like, I downloaded the album. Oh, my gosh. I wanted to put on a production of a Harry Potter musical of myself. Course. I probably Classic. have thousands of Tumblr posts dedicated to all of these, like, inside jokes and all this kind of stuff and, like, all these posts. So, it's interesting to look at it now as somebody who is, like, almost a real-life adult <laughs> who is, like... You know, I'm, like, a nerd and a loser still, obviously, but, like, I'm not, like, obsessed with Harry Potter anymore or, like, all this kind of stuff. But I was just, like, I'm, like, damn, the grip that this musical had on some people. It's probably just a bit humbling. It was definitely a bit humbling because I can tell you right now, in a 2021 lens, this musical has not aged well. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So that's just a little bit of background information. For the plot, you basically have Harry Potter, the boy who lived... He's kind of played up as this, like, cocky dude. Like, they kind of... It's... I think it's a musical about Harry Potter that makes fun of Harry Potter. Yeah. Like, they joke about the I series. They joke about... Zach Efron. Zach... Like, there's just, like, a bunch of jokes in it. So, like, <laughs> Harry Potter's played kind of, like, cockily. And he's going back to school. So he meets up with his friends, Ron and Hermione. Ginny is new in school. Ginny's uh, the younger sister of Ron and stuff like that. And it's kind of, like, played up almost like a farce a little bit. So they really play up upon these characters. So, like, Draco is, like, super obnoxious. Like, also played by a woman, which is... It's so funny. Chef That kiss. was probably my she, favorite yes, thing. She is amazing. She would just, like, roll around. Only one with a British accent. <laughs> so funny. So they're going back to school. She's also tiny. Yes. Oh, something cute about it that I realized... In doing my research, that was, like, the whole, before I went into the backstory, um, Draco Malfoy and Ron Weasley are engaged. From the musical? Yes! <gasps> oh my Isn't God. that so cute? That's so They're gonna cute. get married. They're gonna have little redhead babies. Redhead. Just kidding. They're that gonna are like, wigs. yeah. <laughs> They're gonna have to put wigs on No, them. he's not a redhead in real life. No, but I thought, I was like, I was like, man, that's so cute. That is really cute. Ooh, a transition. All right. So. Oh, no. <laughs> the, the power flickered. Oh, we're, no. we're currently 
This has been a... How long have we recorded? This is a journey of a podcast. This is we probably have- the most effort that we've put into a podcast. This is over days, over weeks, and now in the middle <laughs> of a monsoon. Over, I think it was over months because like two months ago we started watching this yeah. together and then we kind of put it on the back burner. So if you hear weird things in the background, if you hear us sounding differently, if we're a little bit choppy... We've been doing this over a few days little bit, A little bit of magic has been happening here. So anyway... <laughs> um. Let's talk about the synopsis. Okay. Now, you did watch the musical. I did. However, you got no idea what's going on sometimes. I really don't. So, let us start with the beginning of the musical. Okay. You have Harry Potter. He's going back to school. HP. He's going going back to Hogwarts, meeting his friends. You got Ron. You got Hermione. And you got Ginny who is Ron's sister. It's her first year of school, so I she's a newbie that. and a baby. Um, and they're all coming back. Is that why and Ron it is a great. So I mean, Ron's just like... I kind of like the fact, because Ron, honestly, in the books and in the movies, is a very toxic character. <laughs> so I'm kind of glad that they kind of played him up a little bit toxic, but it's just like a running gag. Like, it's like your little yeah. sister coming along. It's yeah. just... That's just Ginny. She just gets in the way. Okay. So they're all coming back to school, and uh, the song at the beginning is great. It's nine minutes long, but you're introducing everybody. Everybody comes in. Do you want to play a little bit of it for me, please? Yes. It's got a nice bop. It goes through a lot of emotions. I do have to say, in the recording, the harmonies sound a lot better than it was when it was recorded live. But there are some good, nice two-part harmonies that I can really um, appreciate. All right. You guys ready? Yes. So this is going back to Hogwarts. It is the opening act, the the opening act. <laughs> I don't know why I was weird with that. <laughs> okay. We're sick of summer and the sweeting around. It's like we're sitting in the lost and found. Don't take no sorcery for anyone to see how. That one was not good. It just sounds like a college production. It is. But like, can I make this? Could I make this in a college? No. Also, it's such a college choreography. Oh, uh, oh my god, that was How so cringy. How did you see? Oh my god, that was so bad. I mean, this is what Ginny sounds like. I would know. Um, fast forward maybe about like two minutes in. I think that's when Draco comes in. Why did I time that beautifully? Because you're obsessed. I haven't listened to this, like, besides watching it, but like, because you just know. I just embedded into your like long-term memory. And a stupid complexion. You must be a Weasley. Hey, Malfoy, lay off my sister, okay? She may be a pain in the ass, but she's my pain in the ass. Oh, isn't this cute? So if you can't tell, Draco is played by a woman, and she is wonderful and fabulous. But luckily next year, I'll be transferred to Pickford. I was not impressed with the music. No. Music is okay. 
However, you have to keep in mind, it's a parody. Yeah. It's done by college kids. Right. They probably didn't have a budget, so they right. had... It, I think it was honestly, like, a piano player and, like, a drum kit, and that's it. And for what they had with that, that's pretty good. Like, I feel like you have to... Like, like we can judge it and yeah. still say it, but we also have to be like, okay. You have to look at it. They had, like, 25 it, like, cents for to, the budget. Yeah, you had to look at the whole picture and be like, okay, what were also, they actually working Also, not to mention, with? they didn't get sued for this. <laughs> Can that you is... imagine? Can you imagine if if Harry Potter was owned by Disney? Oh my God! The second it came out, they'd yes. be like, "Oh, all of your money that you got and all the viral videos and whatever, like mine. whatever monetized that you got, it's mine now because that's how Disney is." Yeah. But, um, the woman that you know may or may not have written Harry Potter. Nobody wrote Harry Potter. Do you know if she she knows about this? I don't know. That's a good question. I'll have to look it up. Because that, that would be I'll, really funny. I'll look it up after I finish the synopses. I mean, I'm sure that there's so much... I'm sure at this point, 10 years later... Yeah, probably. But there's just, like, but there's just so much circulating around about Harry Potter that people make their own Harry Potter, like, the cricket, like, vinyl um, stickers. Yeah. They make their own things. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's so much merch that goes out that's not officially, like, Warner Brothers or Harry Potter or whatever that I feel like it just doesn't matter anymore. All right, so here's a post. It's actually from, oh, this is, uh, fuck yeah, starkidpotter.tumblr.com. I mean, this isn't verified. Let me let me keep looking. Um, that's so funny. I feel like she doesn't know about it, but I know that the guy that played Draco, in the movies, mm-hmm. knows about it and was like. Yeah, Draco was awesome. That's so funny. <laughs> so, everybody's back to school. Everybody's coming back in. Right. They decide. Dumbledore comes in. Dumbledore is, like, played, like, this, like, goofy dad. Like, in the movies, he's wise and all-knowing and, like, is, like, you know. And in this one, he's just, like, yeah, do whatever you want. I don't care. <laughs> and, and all this kind of stuff. Um, so, he announces that they are going to do a Triwizard Tournament where four of the Hogwarts houses... One person from each one is going to compete for the House Cup. Um, And so the people that sign up, or people that get volunteered to do it are uh, Draco, Cho Chang, who Harry's in love with, Cedric, who is dating Cho Chang, so we got ourselves a little love triangle. A little love triangle with a little Yes, and can you guess the last person? Ugh, you already asked me this. I know it's Harry Potter. Okay? It's Harry Potter. So I'm they're dumb. all into the Triwizard Tournament. And the you get this, like, obviously, if you're in on the joke, you know that, the you know, some, some sneaky, sneaky stuff is going to be happening during the, the tournament and things like that. And you kind of get a vibe from Snape that he's not a good person and all this kind of stuff. So then... We also, in the opening, like, in the opening kind of scene, we find out that there is a new uh, Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher. (gasps) And he comes in. It's Professor Coral. And, like, they're like, oh, he went away. Now he's back. He comes in. Side note. In the first movie, Professor Quirrell has Voldemort on the back of his head. And that's, like, the big reveal at the end, is that he's always wearing a turban, and then at the end we find out that that's why he's wearing a turban because Voldemort is on the back of his head and, like, Harry was having some weird scar moments because his scar is triggered by Voldemort. 
I can't believe I have to explain all this to you. It would be so <laughs> much easier, honestly, if you did not. You know what? Just don't explain anything to I me. I have to for it to and make sense to you. And then just let me sit here and So he mm-hmm. comes in. In this, this is probably one of the most, I think, one of the funniest things. And also, like, the so, like, humorous, like, college humor. So Coral comes out, knowing that Voldemort is on the back of his head. He comes out in this giant moo-moo. <laughs> With a turban, and then there's like a black cloak <laughs> all behind him. Basically, it's like a horse costume. Yeah, okay, you have really you funny. have Coral, and then you basically have the guy playing Voldemort on the back of his head, and he's walking in, and it's just like this, and they like, have to like walk together. They have to walk together, and like all this kind of stuff, and they keep playing up the fact that like somebody's on the back of his head, and it's just like this physical humor that like if you were in on it with the books is hilarious because that's obviously not how they did it in the movie that's not how they did it in the books but you just have this like horse costume of a professor (laughs) come out and it's like four legs yeah and it's just like he's huge like it's like it's like the two kids in a trench coat like it's just like yeah somebody's back there but like nobody's (laughs) saying anything and so that scene ends and they go in to like a behind the scenes and a side of quarrel and Voldemort, like, living in Coral's apartment. And it's, like, your classic, like, moment of, like, the odd couple. Oh like, he take, he's like, oh, why do you wear that turban? Like, it's so, it makes my allergies go off. <laughs> and, like, they just did all this, like, physical humor, like, of them going to bed. And, like, <laughs> and Coral's like, I can only sleep on my back. And he's like, I can't, I can't lay on my tummy. And it's just, like the funniest like moment ever and they sing a song about being different because they're like the odd couple it's it's they really really do ship them together they do they do and like you don't ship them in the movie because you don't really find out until the end right like in this one you're like you guys you guys stop fighting it's really funny so that was a good scene and then we find out we go back to hogwarts we find out that the first uh, task of the Triwizard Tournament is to fight dragons. And so this is when Hermione's like, um, Harry, don't you think this is kind of like a setup that somebody's trying to like get you and hurt you? Like it's all kind of like Snape's idea. And they're like, Dumbledore would never do that. Dumbledore's the most, you know, trusted, beautiful, beautiful man. Like, it's just like this like funny humor. And we find out that everybody gets a dragon. So all of the other candidates get, like, Puff the Magic Dragon <laughs> or, like, you know, Sylvester the Imaginary Dragon. Like, they get all these things. And then Harry gets the Hungarian Horntail, the most, like, vicious, violent thing in the whole entire world. And they're like, what? <laughs> so. They're like, one of these things are not Exactly. And they're like, Harry, come on. And he's like, ah, oh, no, Dumbledore would never do that. Like, <laughs> I love how they play up that, like, Harry Potter is just really dumb. Yeah. I mean, he's just like, by the luck of, like, by the luck of, like, literally, like, he gets off of things by, like, just luck. I also, like, really always love the lines that are, like, Darren Chris, who's a college kid, he's like, oh, man, I can't, I'm just a little kid, I can't do this. He's like, (laughs) yeah, he's he's, I'm just a kid. Yeah, I'm just a little kid, I can't even do this. He's like, guys, don't even stop, like, I'm 12. (laughs) It's just, like, the funniest thing. That's really funny. So, he ends up, everybody defeats their their dragons and then there's like a huge comical puppet that comes out and it's the dragon comes out and he decides to get his guitar and mm-hmm. sing him a song to sleep and that's how he defeats the hungarian horntail 
after all that, they never really mention the other tasks, which I think is funny. It's just like, yeah, we're yeah. just going to do this one and then forget about all the other ones. Just because. Just so then there's the dance. The dance. The dance. And so Harry really wants to ask Cho Chang, but Cho Chang's got a man. So he's... Throughout all of this, Ginny has a big crush on Harry. Right. And so, like, that, and he's just like, yeah, whatever. Ginny's just like, you know, my little sister. Like, that's not ever going to happen. So he goes, hey, Ginny, like, we're friends. Like, we're such good friends. Like, you're, like, my best friend. I want to sing. I want to, I want you to, I want to sing the song that I want to sing for Cho Chang. He didn't say Cho Chang. But to make sense for the situation, I'm going to put your name in. Just for the situation now, it's not going to work. It's not going to make any sense, no, but I'm I just going to do it so. anyway. Stop. I'm telling the story. <sighs> so then he's like, you're, everything rhymes perfectly with, with Ginny. Ginny. yeah. And he's like, like, you're tall and fun and pretty. You're really, really skinny. Ginny. And it's like, he's like being like, oh, man, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. And it's like, everything so is rhyming, rhyming with Gin, like Ginny. And then he's like, oh, you know what? That doesn't make any sense. Like, that's stupid. And poor Ginny the entire time was like, Wow. That was really beautiful and great and fun. It was wonderful. He was cool because it's for Cho Chang. <laughs> and, and it was Aww, just like such Jenny. a, you're like, oh, Jenny. So she sings a song about how she loves Harry. And then like a bunch of other, like, I think they're like, I, in my opinion, they're like vignettes. They're like, they come in like Draco wants to go to Pig Farts. Yeah. Pig Farts is the school that is rival to Hogwarts. And they're like, no one's ever heard of pig farts. And he's like, that's because pig farts is on Mars. And you're like, Draco's just like a little shit throughout this entire music. You're like, shut up, dude. Like, <laughs> he's like rolling around on the ground and he's just like whiny. Whiny. Just really and like, whiny the whole time. Yes. And it's just like, so, and he's just like, let's go, let's go watch Wizards Waverly Place. And just like <laughs> scoffs off. So that all happens. He doesn't end up asking. Cho, because Cho's like, I have a boyfriend. <laughs> like, what's yeah, going on? So sorry, then the Cho dance happens. Harry. The dance happens, and you find out that Quirrell has put a port key on the punch. But they don't want anybody else touching the punch. So they only do it with Harry Potter's favorite drink known as Squirt, because nobody likes Squirt besides Harry Potter. So the dance is all mm-hmm. happening. You have that, like, weird, like, love-hate relationship between Ron and Hermione where he's like, Hermione, do you want to go to the dance with me? She's like, I'm already going with somebody else. And then she shows up really pretty. Yeah. And then Draco and Ron, because Draco the entire time before this dance has even happened has been, like, shitting on Hermione. He's like, do you want to know who, like, the ugliest girl in school is? I think Hermione. She's, like, an eight. An eight point five out of ten. <laughs> Nothing like, more than an eight point nine. I do yeah. remember that. Yeah, it was just that like, was really funny. I remember all of Draco's lines because I loved. She, I she loved was amazing. Her. Yeah, I loved her. So she shows up. She looks all pretty, which also happens in the movie. Mm-hmm. And then Ron and Draco sing a song about falling in love. Danger, Granger. Or Granger Danger. That was Whatever funny. it was. And so that was a cute song. That was really cute. Um, I like can that you one. pull it up really quick? I like the, the crossover parts. Oh no. You didn't prepare Sorry, me for this Sorry, I didn't prepare one. for you. We might find out that I am poor and do not have YouTube without ads. You don't have an ad blocker? Um, 
No, because then <sighs> I can't play Club Penguin. <laughs> yes, you can. No, I can't. It always tells me to turn it off. I play Club Penguin. You don't have the right ad blocker then. Maybe I don't. But anyway, I can't. I, I, I can't play a Club Penguin. So I just... <laughs> oh no. Oh wait, Bryce asking one question. Just skip it. And then Perfect. go maybe about like two minutes in. I, I like this song a lot because it's just like they catch feelings because she's so pretty. It's like when they cross together, yeah. So they both sing separately and then they come together and they mash up their, their song, their lyrics together yeah. and it sounds really cute. Skip, skip 30 seconds or so. Give me a give me a good two contrasting lyrics. Put them together. I'm a sucker for it. I don't think they did a good job with that. No, they recorded it on a tin can. Like <laughs> Alright, you can pause it. It was recorded on a tin can. That's, that's enough of that. <laughs> so that's, that's the song that they that. sing where they have feelings for Granger. And then Cedric and Harry get into, like, a biggest penis match. And they're like, I want to dance with Cho Chang. No, I want to dance with Cho Chang. And then they end up somehow grabbing the punch, uh, punch ladle. And then it's a port key, so it sends them over to where Quirrell and Voldemort, because he's on the back of his head, are going to meet up, and they kill Cedric, which was a big thing in the movie. Oh, no. Kill Cedric. Cedric's dead. But they had to use him as a sacrifice to bring back Voldemort. So Voldemort comes out and is not on Quirrell's body anymore. He's, he's a real boy. He is a real boy who has got, like, a nice body to look at, but he's, like, wrapped in a towel. <laughs> Nakey. He's just naked, and he has a whole number where he tap dances with the Dementors. That was funny. About dancing again and being allowed to dance again, and that's how Act One ends with Voldemort coming back. Okay. Okay. Act I Two. I didn't know that. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, I I here's saw the, it. Here's the other thing too. It's honestly, I didn't pay attention though. It's like it, it's an iconic musical, but it was recorded in a college basement in 2009. So the sound quality, the video quality. Not that great. No, not at all. So act two happens. Voldemort's back. He's got his army. He's got Bellatrix. He storms Hogwarts and is like, I'm going to get Dumbledore. I'm going to kill Dumbledore. All this kind of stuff. That's when you find out also about the Horcruxes, which is when Voldemort splits off bits and pieces of his soul so that he can, <laughs> our power is flickering. It's probably going to go out. Don't say that. Knock on wood. Hello? No. No power. So he's got horcruxes that people, if they, usually it's normal to split off once and live, and live forever because they can't kill you because they still have that little random piece of your soul. Oh my god. However, Voldemort is a special case because he decided to split his soul off into seven pieces. Voldemort said, you can't kill me. Exactly. Oh, oh, oh. The power is 
gonna go out. No, it's not. The rain got less. It's not as bad. Anymore. I know, but why did? Okay, anyway. Uh. So we may end up recording this in the dark. Oh well. <laughs> so. What it is. Dumbledore explains that he's like, there's Horcruxes, and you have to kill them. However, I killed four out of the six of them. So you just, or I, had, I killed off, I killed off five of the six of them, and they're like, oh great, cool. And then there's a special locket, and so it just, just makes it easier in like a musical to like finish the plot up. So they have a special locket that you can hold up to it and be like, is that a Horcrux? Is that a Horcrux? And it's just like a running gag. Well, the medallion says that that's a bad idea. So, <laughs> and then like. They also have to help kill Horcruxes, uh, the sword of Godric Gryffindor, which is just a foam sword. <laughs> yeah. And Ron was like, this is so damn awesome. Like, it's just like he just keeps wielding it around and stuff like that. You find out <gasps> that <gasps> the last Horcrux that they have to get is a poster hanging in Dumbledore's office <gasps> of Zac, Zac Efron. <laughs> That's all I remember, honestly. And my favorite, my other favorite part of it is that in the rest of Act 2, Dumbledore is wearing a high school musical shirt that's like a children's pajama top. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, the year was 2009. It was, and he just loves Zephron. That's why I call him Zephron, because... Oh my god. That's what they call it. It just like stuck throughout all these years. Oh. So they go through the scene of killing the Horcrux, and they're like, oh, great. Voldemort's dead now, I guess. And then they storm the castle. They want to meet Harry Potter to be like, Harry, I want to kill you. Like, this is the whole reason that I did this. Right. Um, So they meet up. While that's happening, Ron and Hermione get together in probably the best grossest stage kiss I have ever seen in my entire life. Sean Mendes. And Camila Cabello. It was so good. So funny. So they end up being together. In the funniest, grossest kiss I've ever seen in my entire life. It's amazing. And then Voldemort and Harry meet up. Harry gets killed with Avada Kedavra, but psych! Voldemort only kills the little soul piece. Soul patch piece. Oh my god. That's in Harry. Soul patch. And then they it like they end the musical so abruptly, which is like totally what I would expect from a college musical production. Yeah. To be like, oh we killed everybody. Oh everything's okay. And that's how the show ends. And I mean, everybody how are goes you back to Hogwarts. To wrap it's, it up. Yeah. So that's it. Cool. That's the musical. Oh, wait, I forgot to do the other song that I wanted you to play. Oh, yeah, in the middle of it, the... I the that too. Yes. Um, before all of this happens, uh, with Voldemort and Harry meeting up, uh, the kids at the school decide to make Dumbledore's army. And that was a good song. But then Harry, Ron, Hermione, and Ginny all come together and realize that they are the best friends forever and they're not alone, which is right. what Jenny sings. I, not Jenny. Ginny sings. Jenny's our friend. Jenny. <laughs> Jenny can sing it, I guess. Um, and I like her voice in this one. Okay. Go ahead. Is it playing from the beginning? Yeah. Go in about 15 Hello. seconds. Oops, 
sing it, child. <laughs> so it's like this big, like, kumbaya, let's all come together. Skip about like a minute in, I want to say. Maybe a minute 30. My nails falling off. Oh. I have a nails. I do like Darren Chris's voice sometimes. I don't. <laughs> I just don't. I don't. I don't know. <gasps> Let's face it, guys. Box. Oh no! no. Mid roll ad on a box. Um, skip. Skip ahead once you skip the ad. <laughs> You don't like that? It just sounds very generic. I mean, I don't hate it. But there were no songs. There weren't any songs that were, like, memorable to me. I can't tell you a single song. That's fine. Or a single tune. Fast forward a little bit. This part, I don't like. Oh, guys. Friends. Who's screaming? Me. Again, recorded on a tin can. You really thought they were doing something, though. All right, that's it for this song. So that was a good song. There was also a song where the kids come together and they say, Voldemort is going down. That was a good song, too. That one, I think, was my favorite. That was a good one. The one where they all get together before they fight Voldemort. Yes. I thought that was my favorite song. Okay. But And that's how the musical ends. Yeah. That's really so, how it ends. So, there you go. I mean, I'm glad I watched it. I guess my my acrylic nail came off. I'm really sorry to hear that. Okay. <laughs> sorry guys, we're like not with it this time. <laughs> Another transition. So let me hear your final thoughts about all this. My final thoughts. I honestly didn't go into it with any expectation. I can't say it exceeded my expectations. <laughs> Did it meet them? No. Hmm. I was just like, I was just watching it. I mean, it took me literally like four or five sittings to watch it. It is pretty long. Yeah. I was also just like busy and stuff and like there was other stuff that I had to do. Yeah. And then we watched it a f like a few months ago. We started it and then we got to a certain point and then I watched it again a little bit. And then I watched it again a little bit, and then I watched it again. So it was, like, four sittings that I was, like, watching it. Mm -hmm. I do remember things. Do I know what was going on? No. No. Not Now, here's entirely. my question to you. Do you think that's because you weren't paying attention, or do you think it was also because you have no idea about anything about the Harry Potter universe? I think it was also... It was a little bit of both. I agree. But also... The fact that the quality was so bad yes. that you could barely hear it was recorded. what they were saying. Yeah, it was recorded on, like, a calculator. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's how I feel about it. I mean, it was something I watched, you know? It was entertaining for a little bit. Draco Malfoy was very funny. Yes. Um, and that was probably the, my favorite thing. And that and the song 
with um, the love song between Ron. that guy and that guy. Yeah, Ron and Draco. No. Oh, Coral. <laughs> yes. And the other guy and was Voldemort. Voldemort. Why? Oh, my God. It's been a yeah. day, y'all. But I did like that. They, like, shipped them together, and they made them do, like, a little, like, love song. Yeah. Of, like, we'll be friends forever. And that was funny. So. And didn't they have them go get back together? Like, fuse back together? No. Oh. I have not watched the other, like, sequels or, like, the third one that they did. No, that's not... It was oh. in the very end. I thought they, like... I thought Voldemort came oh, back. Oh, Voldemort went to Azkaban and was like, hey, you. Oh, <laughs> and then they became friends. Okay. Yeah. Because, yeah. that I remember that, too. I thought they fused back together, but I guess no, they didn't. No, but Maybe they Maybe they were just hugging. They just hugged. <laughs> anyway, those are my thoughts. I mean, those are thoughts. Yeah, they're just thoughts. My, I think my thoughts are, are, there's like a split between them, I would say. In a 2021 sense, this musical ha- really hasn't aged well. There were a couple jokes in there that I was like, yeah, yeah no. Yeah. And, and just like, I mean, you can't compare it to like a Broadway musical. That no. wouldn't be fair. Absolutely not. No, like it's. Maybe you can compare it to like a camp like a summer camp a talent summer show camp, then it's way better than a summer camp talent show so. i've created summer camp talent shows <laughs> um oh my gosh but like in terms of i don't know if if you look at it from a cultural sense and like when you were in 20 2009 like the grip that this had on like some tumblr fandoms was just like amazing that it became a cult following i think if you look at it from like a cult following sense and you love harry potter you love musicals like and also thinking about what came out on youtube in 2009 i'm thinking like ryan higa shane dawson like jenna marbles like in that era i know r.i.p she's not dead (laughs) she's not dead but not around Also, do you ever think about marbles like, did he die? What's going on? No, he still is alive. Small okay. dogs live for a very long time. All right. I've been worried, and I haven't checked he up on him. It's probably, like, 12 or 13, and Booty, my dog, is, like, Booty. 16, 17 at this point. Like, Ugh. we've got a few years. Yeah. Um, oh, he's so stinky. But, like, yeah, again, with, like, what was coming out in 2009, nobody was making a whole-ass musical Right. about your... Harry Potter was still big back then. It right. has it died was, down yeah. now, but... It was the peak of the movies. It was the peak of the series coming to an end. All the kids in school, like, carried around the Harry Potter books. Yeah. Between classes. So, at that time, yeah. So, at that time, yeah, this is, like, so genius, I think. Especially because they they make fun of the series. They make fun of, like, the plot holes, the plot lines. They make fun of so many different things Mm -hmm. that... It's nothing like that we, that we've seen before. Right. And because it was so popular, because after that they made a sequel with, I don't know, do you know anything about Umbridge from the series? She was, have you ever seen a pink lady from the movie? I remember the cat lady. What cat lady? 
She turns into a cat. Oh! Yes. Well, anyway, she's a professor, and some people say that she's worse than Voldemort in terms of, like, the, the tomfoolery that she did at Hogwarts. So in the sequel... They have a muscular, they actually have the person that played Voldemort. So, like, that kind of muscular body type. Oh, Play a woman. But, like, think about, like, playing it as, like, a dainty woman. Yeah. She is, like, he- like That's so large-shouldered set as, can you just look up a very Potter musical umbrage and just see what I mean. Okay. My other, na- my other acrylic nail came off. Oh my god. But I, that's because I pulled it off. I'm getting them off tomorrow because I just um, can't deal with this anymore. So, in the sense of what became after it, they had, there's like a huge cult following of these people. They've created so many other musicals outside of Harry Potter mm-hmm. because of it that I would be interested in, in watching a few and maybe maybe talking about it to kind of see what they've done recently. <laughs> you know what? Like, see? Do you that know what I mean? That would be pretty funny. Hold on. Wait, I'm look trying at to the- find... Just go to images. I just like immediately forgot how to play or how to yeah use Google. Oh my god, that's so funny. Yeah, see, like that's funny. And she is in the movie and in the books very feminine, very like <laughs> like talks in like this yeah. high voice, and you have this like, and I'm pretty sure like he speaks in like his normal voice, like this deep voice. So like that's funny too. Like they just have like this like. He's Goofy, cute, though. quirky sense of humor that makes fun of Harry Potter that people just love. Like, when you think of things, like, if there's oh anything God, that would make fun of, that would make fun of New Girl. Look. So, this is Umbridge's Rules. Rule number one. And this is the Harry Potter musical yes. version. No boys, unless they're cute. No alcohol, unless there's plenty to go around. No parties, unless Umbridge is invited. Yeah, those are that's from the musical. But like, it's like think yeah. about Amber. There's memes. There's so many memes. Yeah. <gasps> no. Don't fall down a hole. Listen to me. I'm falling down. Amber. I'm falling. Okay, sorry. I want you to think like if somebody made a parody musical of New Girl. I would watch that every day. See? Do you see what I mean? Like Unless if it's something it was terrible and if I wasn't Jess, then I would be upset. But like it's it's like that if something that you love so dearly is made into, like, a funny musical that makes fun of it, you would be all over it. Like, you, there's a level of appreciation for Spamilton. Yeah, that's true. We did do Spamilton. Yeah. Like, because, you know, you and I both, in, like, love Hamilton. Right. Like, that we think that that's funny. So, it's like, you have to keep that in mind, I think, as well, too, in terms of, like, levels of appreciation. I would, obviously, from, like, a critical, if we're gonna criticize it, like, it was I want filmed to on a everything. It was filmed on a calculator by a bunch of college kids with like a fifty dollar budget. <laughs> but so keeping good. that in mind, it's good. But it like is... from a nerdy sense, I this is like a part of They did do a very good job with the 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 production as a whole. Yes. I mean Especially they had if you're to like make, they had to make 20 a billion old. different songs. Yes. Like they had to put it together an entire first of all cast, an entire script everything yes. blocking everything so like it, and as kids like for kids to do this yeah like that's pretty impressive exactly um and I, I honestly probably the reason why it was so popular was because it was made by people who oh my god I just got attacked by a fruit fly uh, who are relatable yes so it's like oh my god they understand my type of humor because when in that age and I'm saying age because it was like only 2009 but, um, in that era of internet humor. 
Well, not even that, but in like musicals, all the musicals, it wasn't like what we have today. That's something that's so relatable. It was like, I don't know, it wasn't. Wicked. Yeah, it was like Wicked, Lion King, stuff that was kind of serious and not really funny and something that you can laugh at. I mean, they're obviously and hella like, and like hella professional. Yeah, like this was a little unprofessional. But right, it's funny. Right, and they're allowed to be unprofessional because they're not professionals. So it was like they were given that like they had so much leeway because it's like they could literally do whatever the heck they wanted. They can say whatever. Like they curse so many times. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like they were able to do literally because it's they also want. college humor. Right. Because who's probably attending that show live? College, college kids. Yep. So. Like, it's just, I feel like there's, like, a perfect recipe of choices that they made that worked well, that made it what it is today, made it what it is at the time, things like that. So, I can appreciate it because look at what it's done since then. Right. I also, like, I feel like I partially associate, like, this kind of piece of the pie of, like, liking Harry Potter and enjoying Harry Potter is... I have a level of appreciation for a very puddle musical because I was a kid at the time. I was in high school when I found it, and it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. And I you wanted to put in on high a production. Two thousand nine. I I don't think I discovered it until like two thousand eleven, two thousand twelve. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Personally, yeah. That makes um, sense. and I was in high school, yeah. and I was into musical theater, and I was like that kid. I was obsessed with Harry Potter. That's how I found it because I could not stop like looking. Like, like you know how content. it's like, yeah, there's a horse girl, but you also know the type of, like, that Harry Potter girl. That Harry Potter Tumblr girl. I tried to hide it, but there was a part of me in the dark in in, in my room being that girl. I feel like that was I'm going to have to embarrass myself, too. Oh, no. I ran a Harry Potter fan page on Facebook. No. Yeah. I was an right, ad- Well, I was if, an we're, if we are also confessing our deep, dark secrets, I ran a One Direction fan page on facebook on instagram yeah see like the that's cringy but the name was can you not but the o and not was a zero everybody go find that everybody go find it and follow it love baby i can't delete it because i lost the (laughs) password so it's it's like forever immortalized it's like forever there but if you can find it screenshot it and send it to me so then I'll give you, like, a little That's prize. So no, funny. seriously, actually, if you find it, screenshot it and send it to me, and I will literally, like, Venmo you, like, $2. Oh, my God. You I heard swear. It peeps. So, like, there's just a level of appreciation that I have for it and just how much I loved it. And here's the thing, though. I would not go see it <laughs> if, if some random – now, if they were doing, like, a tour – I don't think I would still go, like, of the original cast, which they have done before, I might have gone to go see it, but there's also the type of people that would go see it I don't want to be around. Yeah. And when I went to, when I went to the Miranda Sings concert, it was the best and worst of times. Because you know those, like, obsessive YouTube girls? all around there and I was like I'm not a YouTube like I'm not an obsessive YouTube person and by any means um but like they were bringing up YouTubers that I have never heard of that they're like oh so and so's in the audience I'm like who's that they're like he's a YouTuber and I'm like but it's just like that type 
like that's a, another thing is too is that I probably would never go to like one of my favorite drag queen drag shows because that fandom of like just like annoying you you just feel annoying like straight fangirls I can't do it yeah you just feel it like might be different so at a drag show but like when I went to Miranda Sings the annoying white fangirls of YouTubers that are like into that kind of stuff it's just it's just too much with the Miranda Sings I can oh my god like the squealing girls or you're it I'm was thinking, in, thinking, it was bananas I'm thinking of like the Logan Paul fans. It, like, that type of YouTube. Like, I'm glad girl. that they have things that they love. I'm glad that they have right. a thing that they can look forward to. Right. Not my cup of tea. Right. And so that's why I think if I, even if they did a reunion concert or whatever they did, I would probably not attend because I, I personally would feel so out of place. Yeah. So, but to go see a, a college production do it? Absolutely not. Yeah. I would unless it's die. unless it's the original cast, but they're all in their forties. I know, <laughs> but there's like a level. Okay, that would actually be really funny. Exactly, and like, if Draco was like pregnant at the same time during like the tour. That would be hilarious. Yeah, and with like no explanation. It's just I would I like because I there's die. there's a level of talent in the humor that they had and what they created, and, and they're also like now they're so much better. Yeah, so the performance I feel like would be so much better. But, yeah, you know. That's we could just dream. what I think about it. Yeah. Well, it was a nostalgic time for you, and I feel like that's valid, and I have no attachment I mean, to it it's at a, all. It, I, in my opinion, still, it's a very unknown musical, which is yeah. why it's perfect to talk about on here. And you can watch all of it on YouTube, so if you would like to go and watch it, just search Very Potter Musical. It's probably going to be the first thing yeah. that comes It's in up. 24 parts. Yes. So, And it's a good time if you're a Harry Potter fan, a musical fan. If you're just a musical fan, don't know anything about Harry Potter, I don't am watch telling it. you, it's not You're going to be very confused. As someone, yes. But there were some redeeming qualities for me outside of not, like, you know what I mean? Like, I was still able to enjoy it. Yes. That's what I'm trying to say. I was still able to enjoy it regardless of my knowledge of Harry Potter at all. Yes. But I still thought it was funny because I was like, I don't know what's going on. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. <laughs> And even though I would say no one should put on this production because the part of its, like, iconicness is yeah. the cast, I want to play Draco Malfoy. That's funny. I feel like... I think I would be good at it. No, you're Ginny. I am Ginny. You are Ginny. <laughs> oh, Harry Potter. <laughs> and and that's it. And I'm Voldemort. I would love to see you as Voldemort. That'd especially be so because funny. if they pair you with someone slightly taller than you in any sense i don't Anyone know how over you do it they would have to i would have carry to put you stilts or something they would have to carry you like a little koala yeah or like the um you know like when you're back to back and you do like the arm thing no 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 they get a baby carrier oh my god <laughs> well oh, i don't know we're gonna do a little bit of editing magic yeah so if this is bye 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 if this isn't bye See you later. See you in a second. <laughs> but bye. <laughs> bye. Or see you later. Or bye. <laughs> or we don't know what we're doing. Um, <laughs> oh, God. All right. I'm going to end this now. Okay. That's enough.